All right. Good. Perfect. Okay. Hi. So Marcella, this is my friend from back in the day. I mean, like we went to high school together, like me and her cousin were super close. So like we've known each other forever and she's in my uh, Jordan. And so she's in my hometown right now where I grew up at. Very yeah. cool. It's super nice to meet you. I'm still here in little bitty live Oak There's uh, a collecting, collecting wild animals. <laughs> you could do it. You could do a podcast just on the crazy shit that goes down in live Oak. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a Facebook group now. I don't know if you found it called Swanee County News Gossip Inventing Zone. Oh, oh God. Sounds- it simultaneously makes you hate everyone in Live Oak and lose faith in humanity and also <laughs> makes you laugh your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Hopefully, we can accomplish at least one of those things in our episode <laughs> today. Do you have a black thumb? Are you wondering what the word horticulture means? Are you a little bit seedy? A little shady? Do you stand in the garden and wonder, what the f*** am I doing? Do you look at people's yards and wonder, what the f*** are they doing? If so, this podcast is for you, no matter your gardening experience level. I'm Shannon. And I'm Marcella, two friends who like to laugh and learn our way through life and gardening. Tune in as we interview some awesome people who talk to us about their love for plants, trees, gardens, bugs, and more. Welcome to CD and Shady AF, a sketchy gardening podcast. Hi, Marcella. Hey, Shannon. Hey, do you know who who's um, Mr. O'Malley? I don't think so. Mr. O'Malley is the opossum who lives in my backyard, and I love him. I can't stand you because I was sitting here racking my brain thinking it was like a movie character or something. I'm like, wait. And like I had it on the tip of my tongue. I thought I recognized somebody named Mr. O'Malley. But okay, tell me about this 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 person, this uh, this creature. Well, Mr. O'Malley is a character in the reoccurring characters in my backyard. So we have Mr. Mr. O'Malley, who's the opossum. And then we have two raccoons, Trash Panda Coon, a.k.a. Rekakuni and Henry. We also have... (laughs) <laughs> no, it's a lot. We also have a armadillo, Fitzberto. I think you've seen pictures of Fitzberto. I have seen pictures of Fitzberto. Yeah, it's a lot going on, but it's really cool. Can you tell the folks who we have coming up today and how this relates? Yes, absolutely. So today on the show, we have Jordan, who is actually a friend of yours. Is that right, Shannon? Yes. And she's going to be talking to us all about um, her efforts at rescuing all these different friends, um, such as opossums, possums, raccoons, rats, mice. Um, So I think our listeners are in for a real treat. Exactly. Who knew there was a person out there rehabbing rats? (laughs) I know I didn't. (laughs) It was a great topic. So it's going to be an awesome show. Enjoy. So, um, Jordan, obviously, I know you and Shannon know each other very well, um, but can you tell us a little bit about your background to get started? Um, Mainly the weird animal thing um, and just the animal loving in in its entirety. Like, you know, my mom lived in town, in this little bitty town that we live in, and um, we had, like, dogs and cats um auntie's farm where i spent every summer and sometimes i'd spend the school year there too um not only did you know we we hand raise goats that the moms couldn't handle you know oh but a baby bunny broke its leg we 
my uncle actually splinted it with a popsicle stick and he lived a very happy life and healed perfectly. Um, my aunt was the person that the local humane society and the feed store guy and everybody else would call if they had an animal that they didn't know what to do with. So she'd get like litters of fox squirrels, baby raccoons that had been orphaned, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of growing up, I did, I helped with that. And then um, in my early adulthood, when my son was about three, I was a stay-at-home mom. I was getting kind of bored. And um, uh, one of my cats was trying to get a baby bird that had fallen out of the nest and I couldn't get it back in the nest. And the one thing I do not have experience with is birds. I do not do birds. So I looked up a wildlife rehabber and brought the bird to her and saw her whole operation that she had going on. I started volunteering with her and she did everything. She did baby possums, skunks, squirrels, raccoons, um, deer, and birds. And I learned a lot working with her for a couple of years. And then it just kind of... um, on my own, I kind of, for my own household, have a policy of I can't save the world, but I can save what shows up on my doorstep. I love that. So I, that's that's why I've got, you know, 500 million pets. Is <laughs> they show up and it's my job to take care of them. And so um, the possums, the both of them were brought to me by my cat, Asher. She hadn't injured them in any way. They had just fallen off a mama. They felt a little cold and needed to be warmed back up. And then, you know, we put them on um, puppy formula Mm -hmm. and we raised them. Um, Maze is a year and a half old and Elliot's about six months old. So Elliot and Maze, they aren't your first possums, possums you've had, though. You've had possums previously. I had one possum previously, um, Cletus. And, um... (laughs) she 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 was a bigger possum she was not a baby baby she she was grown enough to be on her own but um she had injured and mostly paralyzed her back legs her spine was injured but we everything we read up on possums is that given time to heal in physical therapy they do heal up and so we got her going and released her. Very and cool. and that was and that was kind of like the beginning where we kind of fell in love with possums. And what happened is after that, my husband would tell the cats, I want another possum, bring me a baby possum. <laughs> and when he does stuff like that, it happens. Yeah, he manifested it. I mean, he told them. He told them to the do po- it. And the cat said, Roger that, got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she did. And and then she brought it and then she brought us Elliot. And I was like, I don't even know what to like. Thank God Elliot was a boy. So I wasn't like having a breeding possum ring in my household. Um, but I mean he did it with rats too. Oh wow. Um, we so- we we had had rats like early in our marriage, and I I had hit a point when Seamus was my son was small that I was like, no more cage animals, it's too much work. Like we have a doggy door. The cats can come and go. The dogs can come and go and do their business outside. I don't want to be cleaning cages anymore. Right. And um, he really, 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 really wanted rats again and kept bugging me about it. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, 
Kaylee, the dog, came in the doggy door and laid down on her dog bed, and I heard a tiny little squeak, and I looked over, and it's a little tiny newborn baby rat. She oh. didn't have her eyes open yet. And um, and she's she was a wild rat. Um, there's there's two main breeds of rats. There's uh Rattus norvegicus, which are Norway rats, which is um what pet store rats are descended from. Okay. And then there's Rattus ratus, which is um around here they're called roof rats. Okay. And um that's what she was. Huh. And um totally different personality. They're 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 a little bit more crazy like ferrets. <laughs> super fun crazy uh, like a ferret is the new thing i'm gonna start saying about people I love <laughs> crazy like a ferret i i've had ferrets and they're super fun but they're they are they are weird they are crazy <laughs> and they get into everything and that's what sammy was like and um we raised her up and we got a pet store rat to keep her company because rats are social animals they get really depressed and weird in the head if they live alone Hmm. and um so we got her a cage mate and then from then on um my husband just spent his life being spent several years having two or three rats at a time and being bossed around by little girl rats he, <laughs> oh, that that's his happy place <laughs> so when you when you have like the, the two different types of rats can live together and no issue um yeah pretty much i mean i i don't know what it would be like i think if you introduce them as adults they might fight but mm -hmm. um Sammy's original cage mate, Anna, died um, at a year and a half old. And um, rats don't live very long. That's the worst part about having rats is their lifespan is on average about two years. Mm -hmm. You're lucky if you get to two and a half or three, like that's Methuselah rat. <laughs> so, and, and, and rats are so smart and so loving and so intelligent and everything. It just breaks your heart when they die. You get emotionally so, attached, it sounds like they're they're really like little puppies they're eager yeah. to please they're very loving they're very smart and it's just they don't live long enough it's not fair yeah. um but we we got sammy a new cage mate and we got it we got a young rat so that she wouldn't feel threatened and get territorial mm -hmm. and she complained about the kid but every whenever they would go to sleep they would snuggle together and spoon Aww. <laughs> I think Marcella is gonna run out tomorrow and she's gonna come back with like five rats in her house. Honestly, <laughs> like you're talking me into it. No, my favorite part about it is the is the naming of the of the animals. So I this is a like side story. Um I have a, a good friend of mine. Um and like one of the things holding our friendship together is that we send videos back and forth of like animals with human names. Um, so like she has, she sends me like videos of dogs named James or like, you know, <laughs> fish named Steve. And so like hearing you talk about your rat named or your possum named Elliot and like your rat named Anna, like it's giving me life. I love, <laughs> I love the human names. So, so, so Jordan, um, you talked a little bit, we're, we're going to ask a couple of questions about rats. I had like a hundred questions about rats, but I want to go back to the possums for a minute, just to ask the question. So can you tell us what's the difference between a possum and an opossum? Because every time I see a possum, my husband's like, it's not a possum. I'm like, you're not a possum expert. So, <laughs> okay, <can you> technically, <laughs> basically everybody, especially in the South, shortens opossum to possum. Like okay. we just don't pronounce the O. Um, but when you spell it out with the O, that's the North American um, Virginia possum. 
that is that is seen all over the United States when you when it's just spelled with a P at the beginning um those are different animals that live in like Australia mm-hmm. they're cute as hell but um they live in Australia and um oh. all so, the cute animals live in Australia the cute animals and the ones that kill you both of them. I was gonna say also the deadly right. ones yep <laughs> also I need to turn my stove off because I left it on cooking rice so i'm listening i'm just gonna go do that <laughs> okay yes, that's that is incredibly important and so no burning the house, no burning down. house down. no you said that you currently have two possums and they're elliot and maze and yes. two possums is that the most you've had at once yes yes that is that and um and i wasn't sure how it was going to work out because male possums can get territorial with each other um what we have right now is a dynamic where um, they, if they, if they get too close to each other in a narrow space where one feels threatened by the other, they make this sound at each other and um, dance around, and then they just kind of go opposite directions. Huh. That is also it, what me and Marcella do. That is. That is. <laughs> <laughs> but um like so they they don't hang out together they're not buds um they they claim they can't stand each other um maze's sleeping spot is um it used to be kaylee's dog bed and it's a old comforter folded up on the floor and he crawls into the folds of the comforter and goes to sleep well elliot's favorite spot to sleep is there's this little nook under the stairs right next to where the dog bed is and we put blankets fuzzy blankets in there for him and that's where he sleeps so they claim they can't stand each other, but they sleep like inches apart from each other. <laughs> the only difference is there's like a little piece of wood dividing them. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like just kids in general. Yeah, you know, pretty much. In general. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, you said that, um, was it the, Oh, I think you were, you were referring to the rats, but when they, when you brought the, when you brought them a cage mate, how it complained, what, what was the change in behavior? What did you observe or how did they complain? Well, with Sammy, we, we observed she, she was getting a little bit neurotic, just like restless and kind of, um, weird. So, so we, we, we got, we were like, okay, she's lonely. We got, we got a little rat and she would, she would, she would cuss, cuss them out. Um, roof rats are very vocal Hmm. and like, like chittering, hissing noises and would like, you know, uh, pick at the kid, not to, not hurt her, but kind of like threaten her a little bit and be like, I'm dominant to you. You need to understand that I'm dominant to you. Hmm. And, um, so they'd have squabbles where she doesn't necessarily want to share her food and the baby's like, love me, give me food. <laughs> and uh, Sammy would cuss her out. And then, you know, about five minutes later, they've decided it's bedtime and they're snuggled up in the hammock together spooning. So, and then, and then after about a week, the spats calmed down and they just kind of peacefully coexisted and were, were, loved each other Got it. so um that introduction went better than I hoped it would <laughs> and so the I had a question about uh, Elliot and Maze so they're both boy rats correct 
Yes, they're I'm both sorry, boy. They're, um, they're both boy possums. Yes. How do you how do you sex a possum? How do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Is it pretty easy or is it difficult? Oh, it, it's um. Well, I didn't have them as tiny, tiny babies. When they're tiny, tiny babies, like when they don't have hair, um, it takes a feeding marsupials swallow the mother's nipple in the pouch and the nipple just constantly leaks a steady stream of formula of milk into their stomach so in order to feed one that isn't big enough to to lap on its own um you have to take a little a syringe and with a little tube on the end and feed it down directly into their stomach through their mouth Wow! and, and syringe just the right amount of milk in there. And, um, I've seen it done. I do not have the balls to try it myself. Um, so if I, if I ended up with a possum that young, it would be going to a more experienced rehabber because I just, I'm, I'm too scared that I would mess it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Elliot and, um, Mays were both, um, uh furry and able to drink out of a syringe like you squeeze a little bit out at a time and they lap it up as you put it in their mouth it's very messy it's very frustrating but it's doable Mm -hmm. and then and then they get to the point where they can drink on their own out of a bowl and you're on easy street um yeah well, where was I going with this? My brain misfired. No, it's fine. No, I'd asked about like how um how you would know if a, if a boy possums are oh. girl, boy possum, uh, but but the, I the, I have learned a lot about feeding. Po- now I want to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very very hard. And with Maze, we were like we were we were Maze actually is short for Mazakeen, who is a female character on one of our favorite shows got it because we weren't sure whether he was a boy or a girl and um we were just kind of like because if you try googling pictures to sex possums because uh the australian possums with a p are pets sometimes um you can find all sorts of information on them but if if you try to like google how to tell determine the sex of a young um virginia possum you get nothing Hmm. There, there's like no good pictures to be found anywhere on google so we just kind of i'm like well i don't see a pouch and i can't tell if that's testicles or not and what happened is um maze got a little bit older and boom there were some testicles and well, that no. question was answered so when we got elliot um i just compared him to what maze looked like at that age we had pictures and it was like yep that one's a boy Okay. So that's, that's, it's, I mean, really with Maze, we had no clue what we were doing. We just had to wait for the balls to show up. <laughs> just, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. you got to just wait for the <laughs> balls like to that. show up, you, you know, and I was going to say, sometimes when you Google things and you get nothing, it's better than Googling things and getting porn. That's true too. There is that. <laughs> Hi there. Seed in the shade here with some interesting facts about rats. Think you've seen a really large rat? Probably not if you compare it to the Bosavi woolly rat, a species discovered in 2009 in the jungles of Papua New Guinea. Believed to be the biggest rat, it is more than 32 inches long and weighs more than three pounds. By comparison, the common house rat is about 20 inches long and weighs approximately 12 ounces. Unfortunately, scientific studies have determined 
that common rats are getting larger. On the positive side, researchers think that common rats' physiology prevents them from becoming gigantic rats. In New York City, for example, researchers determined that rats would likely never exceed two pounds. So, it's safe to say, some rats are bigger than others. Until next time. Questions. I was going to circle back to the rats a little bit if we could, because yeah, yeah, so right now you currently have how many rats? Two. And then how many is the most rats you've ever had at once? 16. What? My one wall of my living room was nothing but rat cages. Wow. So, how did you come about these 16 rats? Was it just like you got one rat that had babies or you were rescuing or being brought kind of like these rats? Uh, how did that happen? We, we, we had two rats and, um, my husband was up at the pet store getting some random cage paraphernalia and um, saw a rat that her coloring was just like Sammy's, mm-hmm. our original roof rat. She was not a roof rat, but her coloring was very similar. And he just had to have her and brought her home. And um, she started looking a little chubby. And I was like, that better be a food baby. (laughs) That better be the mac and cheese we served her for supper last night. Because yes, our rats eat all, our rats eat at the same supper we do every night. Oh, that's cool. Because, you know, yeah. And, and well, the thing is, is they live such short lives. Like why force them to eat the same food every day? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that. And, and, um, I've had vets, when I take my rats and tell me they're the healthiest rats they've ever seen is just, we give them a balanced human diet. Yeah. And, uh, they, they thrive on it and are very happy. So, um, it it was not a food baby. She had a little baby baby. Yeah. It was, it was, it was 13 (gasps) and, um, she was a wonderful mama um she she got very territorial with me and bit me real good to um explain to me about how I needed to not be messing with her babies without her permission but uh, but she was very good with her babies and um her cage mates um uh Fern and Alex um loved being aunties they would go down and play with the babies and and Rowan Rowan was the mama rat Rowan would would get up before they could climb because the cage was four stories Mm -hmm. and for quite a while there the babies couldn't climb up to the second third or fourth story and um she would get up on the second story and just pass out and and like let let the let her sister rats go down and play with the babies for a little while and she would just be collapsed there and I'm like girl I know that feeling (laughs) So did you guys give all the baby rats names as well? Like you had Oh like- yeah. Oh, yeah. Um I I might be able to list them all off right now, but we had we had Zeus and Loki and Upvote because he had a little arrow on his back that looked like a Reddit upvote. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and um uh there was Riddler because he looked he he had a little question mark on his back. Um there was Fiona. Um, just they, they all had names. They all had their individual personalities. They, they, all of them picked people in the family that they liked more than everybody else. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was super fun having so many babies. Um, 
what was super depressing was they were all Rowan and her because Rowan was a teen pregnancy she she got knocked up pretty young um her and her babies all died of old age like back to back to back to back to back to back and after that I was like no more rats I'm done like we we took the cage and um we we put it into storage and I was like no more no more rats at least not for years I can't do it Mm-hmm. Like that broke my heart. Oh. And um, last year, no, earlier this year, my husband was in the shoe department of Walmart and a pet rat wanders up to him and he picked the rat up and the rat was like, hey, bro, what's up? <laughs> and so we had another rat and this one is, a, and, and we don't, it's, it's, it's a, um it's actually a specialty breed rat they're they're called rex rats they're bred to have curly hair oh wow so he looks like he has perpetual full body bedhead but he's adorable (laughs) (laughs) we named him rory and then um my husband went looking for a friend for him and the only place he could find was a breeder one county over that had one male naked rat and I mean, he has no fur. He's got a little bit of peach fuzz on his nose, but he is naked all over. Oh, that's funny. And we've never had a Rex rat or a naked rat before. So when you say um, naked rat, is that the same as like a naked mole rat, like in Kim Possible? Yeah, no, okay. no fur. Like no fur. He, okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, he, he doesn't like me as much as he likes my husband because I tend towards having cold hands. Mm. and um so when I go to pet him or pick him up or something he's like geez lady (laughs) (laughs) like offended so you got one that's completely naked and then one that has like this beautiful 80s perm pretty much yeah awesome that is funny so we do have a listener question so um what is the difference uh between a rat and a mouse and if you needed to identify one in a garden, how could you do so? Well, um, generally, a rat obviously is going to be bigger than a, than a mouse. Um, the other thing is, um, I, I mean, I don't know other parts of the country, but what, what we've got that lives here in Florida, um, mice have pointier noses and shorter tails. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing is if it's, if it's if it's smaller than the size of your palm and um looks full grown it's got a full coat of hair and it's coordinated and running around really fast it's probably a mouse gotcha because because the size differential of a rat that small would still be a little bit fat and chubby like a baby and uncoordinated i see got it that's helpful (laughs) that's super helpful and so we had actually one other, um, thank you for that question, Marcella. Jordan, we had one other listener question. Um, can you just rescue a rat off the street? And I think sort of you talked about your husband just kind of was in Walmart and a rat came to him and chose him. So can you kind of domesticate, I guess, a rat that's just a um, wild rat? With wild rats, the only way that you can have them be anything close to tame Um because it, it's still it's it's not domesticated so much as it's a wild animal that is bonded to you um it's only if you get them before their eyes are open 
after after their eyes are open they're not going to bond to you as a human they're always going to be kind of wild and they'd be better off um released somewhere in the wild once they're grown um if if you get them before their eyes are open they bond to you and the people they see as family and um make actually really good pets there there is however um a person a breeder in orlando that is breeding roof rats as pets and and selecting for um uh uh, the friendly chill behavioral traits that make and is turning them into good pets and they're selling them i think i I priced them out last time i looked they were 20 bucks a rat Oh, wow. Marcella, there you go. That's an opportunity. I don't know. <laughs> and, and roof rats, roof rats are super fun. I love roof rats. So, um, cause me and Chuck had decided if we were going to get back into doing rats again, um, we were going to go get some roof rats. And so are roof rats the most common type of rat that people keep as pets? No, um, Norway rats are. Okay. Okay. Um, the, when, the, when they're bred for pets, they call them fancy rats. Huh. Ooh, like like pinky up drinking tea fancy rats. yeah oh fancy rats <laughs> yes okay do they have like british accents and they're like super posh and fancy i i hope so i hope so <laughs> i could only hope <laughs> <laughs> they're super bougie <laughs> so when you were earlier when you were talking about um you know how you 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 feed them kind of what what you eat you know, the thought that came to mind for me was that makes sense. Cause like when you see rats anywhere else, like that's what they're eating. I'm not, I'm thinking they're not eating like, you know, pet store rat food, obviously they're eating whatever we throw away or things like that. And so that well, brings. And, and, and the pet owner and the rat owner community, there's, 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 there's controversy about which box food is the best to feed. And maybe you should get a mix of this and do a mix of that. And, um, I'm sure that there's going to be plenty of experienced rat raisers, rat lovers that are going to be up in arms over the notion of feeding my rats no uh, pet store rat food that they eat nothing but you know what we eat and like I buy them healthy snacks if we have Doritos for supper they're getting grapes so they eat healthier than I do. um so but but they um you know it's just it's that whole thing where they love food um roof rats are more uh curiosity driven like ferrets um pet rats the the norway rats (laughs) are very food driven they love food they love a good meal and they want to eat a good meal and then go take a nice nap and i can totally get behind that that mode of life same so i provide them with good meals yeah that makes sense um, and 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 it's probably you know i i might be able to get an extra month out of them if i tried to feed them the healthiest diet on the planet that i could find Mm -hmm. but i want them to enjoy the life they have and not have to eat you know lab rat block every single day so that's that's why we do what we do so what are your thoughts on um, New York's most famous resident, Pizza Rat? He's adorable. <laughs> I, I, I had not heard of Pizza Rat and I Googled him and I was like, that is the cutest thing on the planet. Because I, I um, um, 
there's a rat subreddit on reddit and uh people post pictures of their rats stealing food off their plates and running with it all the time and it's just the same thing pet rats will do if you give them the chance yeah they, is- they will take your pizza and run with it that so does so shannon awesome. Yes, so I do. It's true. Marcella, you were, I do. You know, it's funny. Um, so I, I kind of have a funny rat story. So uh, we were driving down the street. I'm in the family, uh, in the car with my family. And so we were at a stop, like a red light. And so we look over and there was like a rat sitting at the uh, crosswalk, like waiting for the light to turn. And so when the light turned, the like rat crossed the street. And we were like, that is awesome. They are smart. They are very smart. And so we talked a little bit about uh, breeding pets and so pre- uh, sorry, breeding rats. And so in order to support kind of ethical breeding and housing and sale practices, where should people get rats? If somebody says, hey, I would like to, you know, start raising rats, how would you recommend that somebody goes out and is able to get a rat from like a reputable place? Um, I recommend um, av- and, unless you're prepared to do a rescue situation and um, put vet bill money in and possibly lose the right young anyway i would avoid chain pet stores they do not have good breeding practices a lot of the times the the rats and even some of the sketchy personally owned uh pet stores are just breeding the rats to feed to other animals in the store and if they sell one great and if they don't whatever but i mean um i've i've bought rats from my, my husband, again, the softy, um, rat daddy, I call him, um, father of rats, was in one of the sketchy pet stores, um, and they were grabbing these rat, young rats out of a box and just popping them in, feeding them to snakes, and my husband went over to look at them, and one jumped out of the box and ran up his arm and sat on his shoulder, so he bought her and brought her home, and um. And we spoiled her and everything, but she just died in her sleep after we'd had her about three weeks. And, um, and it's, and it's when they're, when they're overbred to where it with no, um, with no eye towards keeping the breeding line healthy, you're breeding in defects that can cause them to have heart problems and everything else. Um, there, there are people that specifically breed rats for pets. And their breeders are very good to get them from. Other than that, uh, uh, there are reputable family-owned pet stores that um, s- that have pet rats that are bred to be pets, not snake food. Gotcha. And those those are your two best bets. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, thank you. What would you say um, are the advantages and disadvantages of of raising rats? Um, the advantages are the fact that you have this, this quirky little critter that is super sweet and affectionate and smart and getting to share your snacks. They enjoy sharing your snacks <laughs> and there's something really great about being able to like, Hey, you want a peanut M&M? They love, they love chocolate. And it's oh. actually, um, of the vet, well, some vets will actually recommend that if they have an upper respiratory thing going on with sniffles and sneezing, dark chocolate is good for them. Oh, wow. So me too. too. I like dark chocolate and I like snacks. So it's perfect. Yeah. Right. Like I get, I get, I get, I've got somebody I can always share my snacks with that will appreciate it. And, um, my husband is the chef in our household and, um, he doesn't care whether or not me and our son like supper 
he cares how avidly the rats eat supper <laughs> and his cooking is he bases whether or not the meal was good on how quickly the rats ate theirs oh that's hilarious that is so hilarious that's how he gets his validation um, the only downside of rats <laughs> is that they have short lifespans <laughs> like two years is about as much as you're gonna get <laughs> Is that your dog, Marcella? That's my dog. I'm so sorry. You know, tell her <laughs> I'm going to get her. Cat, going to get you. <laughs> this has been part one of our episode with Jordan. Tune in next week for part two. This has been the CD and Shady AF podcast. Thanks to all the peas in our pod for listening. We believe in you and we believe in your plants. Follow us for more shenanigans on Instagram at Seedy and Shady Pod. Until next time, stay seedy, stay shady. And remember, sketchy gardening is still gardening. <laughs>